Hi there and welcome to another episode of Impact Chronicles. Today we talk to Patrick Kuyokwa, the founder of AgriCenter, a social enterprise that works with cooperatives and farmers groups in Malawi. Thank you for joining us, Patrick, and tell us a bit about your journey. Thank you very much for having me here. My name is Patrick Kuyokwa and I'm the co-founder of AgriCenter. AgriCenter Malawi is a company that uh, works as a social enterprise in the agricultural space. Basically what we do is we provide agriculture extension services to farmers, which is more of an advisory package to them. And then we also support them with uh, basic startup input for production and also link them to potential markets for their produce with value. With that comes also a package on value addition, considering that we we'll want to increase the market value of the product. So we also support some of the farmers with value addition and processing. Wow, that's wonderful. So can you talk to us about the, the current state of the agri sector in Malawi? and why you feel it's very important to empower farmers. Uh, the agricultural sector here in Malawi is the main backbone of our economy, as it is said. Being the backbone of the economy in a way that it contributes between 35% to 40% of the national uh, GDP. So as a sector, if we look at agriculture here in Malawi, it's split into two main, the smallholder sector and uh, the commercial sector, which is the estate sector. The smallholder sector has uh, contributes about 70%, while the commercial sector is about 30%. The smallholder sector is characterized by small land holding and cultivation of mainly staple foods. So we're talking about maize, rice, beans, uh, potatoes, and sorghum, millet, all the uh, commercial sector, on the other hand, is looking at production of commercial crops, uh, tobacco, tea, uh, coffee. So, being looking at this smallholder sector, it's characterized by uh, low productivity. Most of the farmers produce less that can last them till the other year. So, as such, it contributes to the food insecurity of Malawi. While the commercial sector is characterized by uh, irrigation, utilization of inputs, high efficiency, as such it's the most productive industry other than the smallholder sector. But looking at agriculture as a whole, at the heart of agriculture are these smallholder farmers and they're impacted by these social, economical, environmental factors that are affecting their productivity. As such, most of them are producing below what they can. So looking at this challenge, AgriCenter aims at working with these smallholder farmers. We're looking at helping them achieve their optimum production, achieve food security, both at household level and then contributing to the national level. That's why we are there to work with these smallholder farmers, help them produce to their maximum efficiency, help them produce to their optimum, and then from there they achieve food security at household level and then contribute to the national GDP. Because if we look at agriculture in Malawi, it's the most uh, it's the top employer because it employs about 70% of the national labor force. Great, that's really wonderful. So how difficult is it running a social enterprise? What are the biggest challenges that you've encountered so far? Social entrepreneurship is still a new concept in Malawi. As such, adoption of the concept is not as expected uh, by most social entrepreneurial ventures because uh, it's more or less like uh, 
for profit, non-profit, and uh, a hybrid kind of system. So with that comes the confusion of the beneficiaries that you're working with that maybe uh, what is being done to us is not for profit. So let's say we are offering advisory services to farmers and then we ask for a service fee from them. Certain farmers will consider that strange considering that they are used to not-for-profit kind of advisory service such that they cannot pay for a sale. And then the other challenge that comes with that is that in the agricultural space, it's hard to attach value to a service. Let's say I'm helping a farmer produce a certain crop. To them, to pay up land for the service, it's a challenge. So they will have to wait till the end of the season when they have actually benefited from the service to actually pay for that system. So it's more or less like the value and then the mode of payment for uh, a service. The other challenge that we're encountering as a social enterprise is inconsistency in terms of access to capital. Because uh, in our mode of operations, we need to have a uh, certain kind of uh, funds, certain kind of labor that we operate. So as a startup, I think we, we, we're having challenges in, uh, in those spaces in a way that we're not fully uh, consistent in terms of access to that kind of uh, funding. The, the other area that uh, I'm looking at is the involvement of operation. In terms of social enterprises, it's more of a new concept as I already say. So we're more of lower on the food chain in terms of other enterprises. So there are other big enterprises that are doing the work and then we're small, but the involvement is not as conducive in terms of uh, policy level, uh, the social environment, and then uh, if we're also looking at more of the socioeconomic aspect of it, we're talking about policies that affect entrepreneurs, we're talking about taxes, for example, we're talking about how the government smoothens operations of uh, entrepreneurial ventures. So I'm looking at those three main challenges in terms of understanding the concept of social entrepreneurship uh, amongst our clients, and then inconsistency in terms of funding, uh, capital, so to say. And then the third is more of uh, the social, political, and economical environment that is mainly impacted by the government in the economy. Yes, absolutely. I think there's need for ecosystem support to help when it comes to running and introducing concepts such as social entrepreneurship to countries all across the world. And so what led you on this journey? Why did you start this enterprise? What was that one thing that led you to this? The main thing that led me into this journey of social entrepreneurship was lack of access to markets by smallholder farmers. In my uh, entrepreneurial journey and as a farmer myself, one thing that I came across amongst most farmers was that I'm not producing enough of this because there is no market for such such a product. So most of the farmers would only say that, I wish I were producing tobacco which has a market. I can't produce enough beans because there is no market for it. So digging deeper into this problem, what I found out was the market was actually there, but the farmers were not producing quality products for the market as a first challenge. The second challenge, they were not consistent in terms of their production. So it's an issue of quality and quantity. The market was there, but it favored large quantities 
and it favored high quality products. So understanding this problem, it gave me uh, the passion to venture into social entrepreneurship. That's let these farmers then come up with farmer group organization. Let them come up with uh, cooperatives that they can produce a product in bulk, but also of high quality. As such, that will lead into tapping into these markets because the markets were there, but they required huge tanks that an individual smallholder farmer cannot afford. As such, these smallholder farmers need to team up. They team up, come up with a product, and then reach out to the market. So this is the main reason that I ventured into this kind of social entrepreneurship. That with my help, I can help these smallholder farmers come together, start up a venture, grow a, a particular crop that they, they can afford, and then with that, they produce a high quality crop that we go out with to the market. At the same time, we also discovered that these smallholder farmers were producing a crop that had high value, but then uh, the export market needed something that is processed or maybe value had been added. So it also led to the other element of the venture that maybe if we support these smallholder farmers with value addition and agro-processing, I think it would help them to tap into their market. So this was the main reason why I ventured into this kind of social entrepreneurship. Okay, so what have been your results so far? What are your key performance indicators and how's it looking? What are projections, especially in the midst of the disruption that has been COVID-19? In our line of work, we are usually working with uh, smallholder farmers that are in farmer group organization, uh, cooperatives, or any kind of association for farmers. So currently we're working with about 200 farmers in the northern part of Malawi. And these farmers are into production of potatoes. There's a group of farmers that is into beekeeping, apiculture, and there's a group of farmers that is into mushroom production. And then there are farmers that are into production of soybeans. Mainly our key performance indicators are how many farmers have actually helped have access to market. And when we're looking at this access to market, it's more about the value that they have retained from that market and then how much have helped them increase their production. So let's say initially uh, a group of farmers was producing maybe uh, five tons. And then after our engagement, the group of farmers are, have been able to increase their productivity to maybe 10 tons, which is more or less like a uh, 100% increase. So we look at their productivity, we look at their access to markets, and then we also look at uh, value addition and processing amongst the farmers. So let's say the farmers were just producing soybeans, but now they're able to process the soybeans into flour. So that's an element that we look at. With the COVID-19, the main area that has been affected with our enterprise is the access to markets. So the market shrinkages that we were working on were mainly in the sub-Saharan region. And then it was more of how these farmers can access international markets. So we're part of a national conglomerate that looks at exporting agricultural products. So with that, we're able to reach out to these buyers that are international. But now with the COVID-19 
most of the international borders are closed also to the local borders so we haven't been able to help these farmers export their product to the international community at large and then the other element has been in terms of farmer trainings and interactions because when we are providing these advisory services we need to engage with these farmers it's more farmer to farmer kind of engagement uh, farmer trainings so because of the limited number of people you can interact with and then with the uh, stay home stay safe campaign we are unable to reach out to these farmers amid the COVID-19 crisis. Wow, thank you so much. So do you have any parting words? What advice would you give someone who wants to get into the field, who wants to become an entrepreneur? What are your biggest lessons so far? My advice uh, for people that would want to get into social entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneurship in general, or they would want just to start up any venture. My advice would go to the youth mostly, considering that I'm a young person as well. I think the only thing you can do is start. Just get started. Start where you are, use what you have. You will figure it out as you go. I think most of us young people are spending so much time trying to figure out the best business plan. What is the best venture that I can actually start? I'm looking at Africa as an industry, as one of the biggest industries that one would tap into. And as you can see, most of the billionaires in the West are now coming back to invest in Africa. It shows that Africa has something to offer. So I think most young people should just get started. Start small and then you grow big from there. Most of us seem to have it all figured out or maybe you have a, a certain public figure that has it all figured out. But I think most entrepreneurs do not have it figured out. We learn as we go and we're learning from our mistakes. So just get started, let's help our communities and let's venture into this entrepreneurship and help Africa. Thank you. Young people, you heard it, just start. I hope you take this advice to heart and get started on building the life of your dreams. Join us again next time when we chat to another awesome person doing awesome things. Bye.